Welcome everyone to Almost Cancelled, the TV News Podcast. I am Peter and joining me as always is Connor. I really am always here, aren't I? <laughs> we talk about TV renewals, cancellations, premiere dates. We may look at a trailer or two and generally just the shows that have been announced as in development or series orders, pilot orders, all that kind of thing. That's the gist of what we normally talk about. That's what's coming up. Um... It's about a bit of a later week, actually, in the last couple, I'd say. There's a little bit so, less. Uh, no CBS bollocks for me this week, yeah? There is at least one CBS story at the <laughs> end. Um, I didn't look at it too closely, so I don't know how much of a train wreck it's going to be. I mean, let's be honest, it's CBS. It's got an 80% chance of being a train wreck. I like to leave myself some surprises. And then just, you know. You just see CBS and go, yep, I'll go in. I'm good at kind of recognizing it's the sort of thing that we would normally have on the news without having to read too much into it. I don't know, okay, I can just put that in. Mm. You know, Years of practice. I'll discover that uh, when we get there so I can react to it as well. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, another week, another, another TV news episode. Uh, no, I thought it was anything super interesting this week. It happened elsewhere in pop culture. Although, uh, a slightly amusing note is that. Uh, the third Fantastic Beast movie came out last weekend. Mm-hmm. And on the Monday box office, the domestic box office on Monday, Sonic 2, which had already been out for like a, at least a couple of weeks, beat it on the Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bad for it. By all account, it's a significantly better film than the second one. Ah, but it's the last one being terrible than Mars. No, no, I agree. I, I, I'm not disputing that at all. I think this is just... This proves that but I don't think the studio will see it that way, right? They'll go, ah, well, this did terrible, so we'll revert back to our other tactics. And I, I've not seen it yet, but I have heard Wait, as that's well, what but... you're taking from this? <laughs> I mean, I'm I, just saying... I, what I'm taking from this is that this franchise is basically dead. There was, there was oh, dr- oh, um, they, they knew that anyway. From, what I was going to say oh, really? is... Okay. From, again, not seen it yet, from what I've heard, the last, like, 10, 15 minutes of this film... There's a clear section of reshoots where they uh, wrap up all the threads that were supposed to be the five series, because you know, five film series, and it's just like, oh, it's all done now. There was reports uh, just before it came out of they're waiting to see what the box office is like before they greenlight four and because they always said it was a five movie thing right back when it was. It started, I think it started at six originally, and then they cut it down to five. <laughs> oh, the restraint. But, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, so the fact that they were even saying that when this is meant to be the continuation of Harry Potter, which was, you know, at a time, one of the biggest things on the planet, uh, just shows how far it's fallen. And uh, J.K. Rowling's kind of awful, so it's actually kind of amusing, all things yeah. considered. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Fantastic audiences and where to find them. Warner Brothers don't know. So <laughs> I, I think the answer, honestly, is going to be HBO Max going forward. I think I think this transitions to a TV show in the not-too-distant future. Fantastic Beasts specifically or just a Harry Potter project? Harry Potter project. Okay, yeah. Cause I, I, just in, in general, is that's, yeah. that's the future where the franchise is sure, for the next sure. I, I, I agree with that. They've probably announced that they're developing something earlier. But, they might have done a while ago, yeah. But specifically Fantastic Beasts, I think that's probably just... I, I think so, and as I said, judging from what I've heard of the, the ending of this movie, they kind of knew that before they even released it. Plus, isn't uh, Jill Bird Ezra in Fantastic Beasts as well? He was in the first one, and then... So, mild spoilers Fantastic for Fantastic Beasts, I guess, but who gives a shit? 
Um, his character, his character. Oh, I just I should jump. Was in revealed. I should jump in a correct. It's the not he. There's Ramilla. Yeah. I genuinely did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I only found out in the last couple of weeks, but yeah, there you go. They are still a terrible person, but I will respect that at least. But um, their character uh, was revealed to be Johnny Depp's character. So oh. you had Ezra Miller playing them in the first movie, Johnny Depp playing them in the second movie, and then because everything that happened with Who's Johnny Depp and Amber Heard... Who's in the third movie? Heard, Kevin Spacey? Oh, no, no. The third movie got a good actor. Uh, actually, I, I like Johnny Depp. I just didn't like Johnny Depp in that role. Uh, but the third movie got Mads Mikkelsen to oh, play okay. the role. There you go. That's and uh, apparently, by all accounts, he's very good in the role. I mean, that's better, obviously. But, you know, it's just... I mean, it's not as funny as that final scene from the Zack Snyder Justice League where everyone in that scene, barring maybe like one person, is problematic in one way or another. It's, it's really kind of hilarious watching that. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't so painfully awful and, like, soul crushing at the same time but mm-hmm. uh so but yeah ezra miller causing a lot of problems for uh warner brothers yeah yeah <laughs> uh, they're not looking forward to marketing this flash movie are they because obviously ezra got arrested and then got arrested again like a week later and it was like oh dear like this is just a spiral at this point was like mm-hmm. uh, so anyway anyway that's a whole heavy topic uh, which we won't get into any further, but I just I, I wanted to bring up that Sonic Two is actually building a cinematic universe now. It's got a spin-off and a third movie in development, and I just it's just hilarious I, I to me. Seen so. it? I don't know if I will because I didn't. But I, I don't care for Jim Carrey's style of being Jim Carrey, basically, uh, which is what he does in those movies. So oh, yeah, not for me. To be fair, he hadn't done it in like 20 years when he did. He, he hadn't, but I didn't like it 20 years ago. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, I, I read a really good theory this week, actually, that, you know, Sonic and Sonic 2 as Sonic movies... Yeah, well, no, this is, this is about the, it's not about the plot, it's not about the mythology of Sonic, although there are nutjob fans who really do care about the mythology oh, of oh, Sonic. Oh, I know. But uh, just the theory that the reason why it's, it's kind of working, I, I was hearing someone else talk about this, but it was... Uh, this idea that because Sonic, when it was created, was made kind of in a cynical way, it was the whole point of Sonic was to rival Mario, so it was like, oh, he's going to be fast, he's going to be edgy, because that's the opposite of Mario. Uh, it, it, was, it was already kind of created as a marketing thing in the first place. And that's that, how you ended up with Knuckles and Shadow, it just got edgier yeah, and edgier. Yeah. yeah. So the idea being that the like most movies now that are these fabricated things just to please fandoms, to make money, that, that feel kind of phony... For the most part, they stick out and people do turn away from them these days most of the time. But for some reason, it's working with Sonic. But but the theory was, is that because Sonic was always that from creation, that it doesn't matter (laughs) because that's what Sonic is, is that he is just a a cheap cash grab of a character to start with. That that was the, the formation of him from day one. So it doesn't feel like it's betraying anything to have it be that cynical. Mm, That's fair. Uh, Is, uh, is Baldy McBlanderson still in the, uh, the second one? Who's the, you know, the main guy in the first Oh, James one. Marsden? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Okay. But uh, I've seen the post credit scene because it leaked online and I, I was uh, curious. Of course it did. I was curious. Was, and... was it Shadow? <laughs> well, hi, I can't spoil it for people. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I have not heard anything about it, but I'm I'm, I'm putting money on it. Uh, uh, oh, right. Yeah. I was going to say something, but given what you just said, 
what I was going to say one way or the other will say if that was true or not, so now I can't say what I was going to say. So We'll, you, we'll pop a 10-second spoiler warning for Sonic. <laughs> well, the sentence that I was going to say, spoilers for the end, the post credit scene of Sonic 2, for anyone who cares. But what I was going to say was, it's exactly what you think it is, but then you said what you thought it was, and so now... And it's exactly what I thought it was. Uh, well, to be fair, the, the first movie had the same problem, because before I saw the first movie, I said, I bet this post credit scene is Tails. And would you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are nothing if not predictable. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like doing this uh franchise like fan like service shit is like a formula now you can just like you know who they're going to tease at the end of this oh the end of the sequel they're te so end of the third sonic movie they're, they're teasing like uh i don't know i don't know enough sonic lore after I, that to go any further they won't tease it i think amy will just be in the third one i don't think amy's going to be a tease at the end i think she'll just be there yeah uh so i don't know who, who else you know metal sonic or Maybe could be yeah. you know whatever. Oh, the werehog. <laughs> the werehog. Sonic. The fourth. One. Oh yeah, yeah. Sonic and Leaf. That, that's a hell of a post credits. That. Oh dear, he gets bit by a werewolf. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, let's get into the TV news, shall we? Uh, enough rambling about other pop culture stuff. Uh. So Renewal's cancellation is not a whole lot to get into here. Just quickly, the Goldbergs has been renewed for season ten by ABC. So. That's kind of became their... I mean, it started when it, when Modern Family was still on, but it's kind of become... It sort of transitioned to Goldberg's. Like that's their main family sitcom that is doing well and is now yeah. running for, you know, double digits. So, you know, cool, cool for it. People's, I, don't, I think Matt likes it. I think Matt's a fan of the Goldberg's. I don't think I've ever seen a single episode. Nor have I, but... Uh... I, I'm not, I'm not going to speak ill of it. I just never... Oh, yeah, yeah. I have nothing, no ill will, but uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it for Reels and Cancellations, though. Uh, we do have a bunch <laughs> of premiere dates, though, uh, and some of them came with trailers, some of which well, we watched. Hit me. So, first up, FX show. Uh, Jeff Bridges is going to be in a seven-episode limited series, uh, and it is called The Old Man. And it is going so far, to, I like everything. It's going to launch on June 17th, uh, which is a Thursday. Uh, it'll be available next day on Hulu, which is kind of a typical format they got. Uh, the Old Man will premiere with the first two episodes, so it'll be a six-week thing. Uh, Pretty standard. Yeah, based on the best-selling novel of the same name by Thomas Perry, The Old Man centers on Dan Chase, played by Bridges, who absconded from the CIA decades ago and has been living off the grid since. Wait, is he playing like a Ron Swanson character? Because I'm, I'm into it. Uh... When an assassin arrives and tries to take Chase out, the old operative learns that to ensure his future, he now must reconcile his past. You know, that last sentence doesn't necessarily break out your drinking rules, but it was so cringy. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like... I, I, I think it's a poorly written description there, but uh, despite that, I'm interested in the show. Because, you know, okay, it's... It's old man Jeff Bridges doing. Hey, I, I'm I'm a badass ex CIA agent, and I'm gonna. You know. Yeah, yeah. I suspect it. You know, it's a bit John Wicky. I expect it won't be as. I mean, it, it does describe it as an action show, but I imagine it won't be as like high, high adrenaline action as John Wick. It'll probably be a bit more. No, low key, I, I but... think. Yeah, I'm getting you know Liam Neeson action movie vibes, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe it'll be good. I don't know, but that's the old man uh, on FX. So there you go. Uh, AMC's got one called Dark Winds, which they're describing as a Western noir. Uh, that's got a premiere I mean, date. 
<laughs> You're in, okay. I mean, that, that, that already I'm like, okay, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Uh, it also came with a trailer, but it was blocking it for me on YouTube, so we didn't watch it. <laughs> so, but I got a description here, so we can. That's all you need sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's ways around it, but I just like I didn't care enough to go hunting to to deal with. I, the I, I have to click like two times. Yeah, that's too much tension. But... Uh, the original series uh, is coming from Elite Porn and Chi, the Chi book by Tony Hillerman. It's also based on a book. That seems to be the the big trend. Uh, it's going to premiere on AMC on the 12th of June, so pretty close to the last one. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be two episodes on week one. I guess so this is the exact same release format as <laughs> the last show we talked about. Two episodes, week one, one week, uh, one per week after that, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, this is a Sunday show. Um, the series set in 1971 on a remote outpost of the Nahavo Nation near Monument Valley follows Lieutenant Joe Leaphorn. Uh, who is uh, Zan McLaren from Westworld and Fargo. Oh, nice. He's an old favourite. Yeah. Uh, I think he's on the poster. If you go see the poster, you can see him uh, and, his, and his outfit. Uh, but yeah, uh, of the tribal police as he's besieged by a series of seemingly unrelated crimes. The closer he digs to the truth, the more he exposes the wounds of his past. He is joined in this journey by his new deputy, uh, Jim Chi. Um, and Chi... Uh, two has old scores to settle from his youth on the reservation. Together, the two men battle the forces of evil, <laughs> each other, and their own personal demons on the path of salvation. God damn it. <laughs> there was a lot of professional before it got to the personal bit at the end, so that definitely what, what counts. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the ending of that got quite cheesy in its description and the way it's written, but... Uh, I will say, you know, Zan McLaren was such a dependable, good actor on multiple shows for a few years that I'm actually kind of happy to see him getting a lead role. And so, I will say is I like the description of it. I think it sounds good, but it also sounds like a very typical AMC show. From oh, the for last, sure, you know, five six years. I, I I can see it being dull just based on what a lot of AM, AMC shows are, but I do appreciate the one it's focusing on this community, and it seems like they're just the main characters, and it's not like you know some white guy comes in and like takes the lead role i also appreciate that i like the actor but it is emc so i'm expecting it to be a little bland is my expectation so and what it reminds me of just again again not necessarily in plot or anything like that but just the vibe getting the um get that pierce brosnan one that kind of westerny one uh i remember the show i don't remember the name though i'll, I'll never remember oh, yeah name. but again it's it's very much amc in that post breaking bad era of uh, uh, post bring back I'm Mad Men, of like trying to recapture that, like kind of anti-hero vibe that they that they kind of want to cultivate. They're they're pretending they can still do prestige TV, but like once oh, you actually everything's it... just The Walking Dead. Well, no, 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 because these shows don't end up feeling like The Walking Dead. They're just kind of hollow versions of prestige TV. Like they're yeah. presented like prestige TV, but they 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 ultimately just feel a bit empty. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, they they don't have the the substance to back up the style in most of them. Yes, uh, so that is Dark Winds. Hopefully, it's good uh, as a Western noir and AMC debate debuting on June twelfth. So look out for that. That must be right around when Saul's in a break. Uh sounds about right. Yeah, I, I know this is the Sunday night and on the Monday night, so it's not the same slot, but kind of filling that void, so to speak, in their schedule. Well, I mean, this will probably still be running when Saul comes back for his second half, so that makes sense. Mm. They, they will overlap. 
Uh, so next up, another premiere date with the trailer. Uh, this is the Time Traveler's Wife, which is a HBO series. It is going to launch on May 15, so a little bit earlier than those other shows. And it's a six-part limited series based on the book of the same name, which was already turned into a movie, which I remember because I saw the movie <laughs> uh, once upon a time. I never did. We're Rich McAdams, right? Uh, that sounds right, yes. And, uh, I, I, I'm familiar with the movie. Cultural as most, it's not that. But I never actually watched it. Oh god, what's his name? Uh, Eric Banner. I was like, the first Hulk. Well, yeah. not the first first Hulk, but the first movie Hulk. Uh, yeah. Yes, Eric Banner. I, 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 for some reason, I, I, the name Paul Dano kept like, being in my head. I'm like, it's not Dano, it's Banner. Very different people. Yes. Uh, and the movie I remember being just kind of okay. Like, I wasn't in love with it by any means. Uh, and this trailer, which we, we watched before we, we came out to record, it, it's, it's, it's a bit... Uh, There's elements of it that look okay. I think the sad part of this is that the raw premise does appeal to me, but the movie and this show are both leading far more into the schmaltzy romance of it. Which I suspect is the point. I suspect that's from the source material. Oh, I, no, I, I do as well, but I think what I'm saying is, and it's not so much that it can't revolve around romance, I am perfectly into romance, it's just that the tone of which they're tackling the romance feels more like a movie that would have came out of like I don't know like it feels closer to a rom com in terms yeah, of that style of thing yeah 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 you know if you give me like a film that's maybe a science fiction film that deals with the implications of a romance where the the, the man and the, the relationship is constantly darting about time and meeting the women at different ages all over the place that sounds interesting to me I just don't necessarily like the way the movie tackled it and it, from the trailer it looks like the show's doing a very similar kind of isn't that thing. a similar premise to, to uh, about time I don't know a rom com. Time. I've never um, seen about I time. Re- I remember enjoying it when it came out uh, many years ago at this point. About like a decade, whatever it was. Yeah, so I, I do like a good time travel story. I wasn't really getting much from this trailer, though. Uh, no, but, like I said, there, there were elements that looked okay, but overall, they say it's focusing on things that appeal to us less, I think. Yeah, there's, there's far too many scenes of like the, the, the wife's friends like being like, well, where is he then? It's like... Well, he's a time traveler. Do we, are we going to have to? Like, if you watch this show, are we going to have to listen to all of her like friends and family not understand the the, the problem and Probably, why he's darting yeah. around? You know, it's just I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, um, I did glance at the comments on YouTube, and it seems to be that book fans are a bit more optimistic about this adaptation. Oh, uh, they they, they seem to have been a little bit upset by the you know or unsatisfied oh, okay, with the the original movie, and I think the author is a bit more involved in this by just again just by glancing at the YouTube comments of, of what they're saying, and I'm taking their word for it because they're fans of it. Yeah, okay. Uh, the book should have been called 50 Ticks of Grey. <laughs> no? No. Move on. <laughs> move on right now. Apologise for that and move on. Uh, think of, oh, think of, yeah, if you mix time travel with S&M think of all the shenanigans you could get up to like there's a lot of shenanigans like the anal beads were already in because I went back in time and put them in already <laughs> <laughs> it's very much a here's one I made earlier <laughs> um, next up we got a trailer and a well we actually I knew the premiere date uh, for Night Sky, which is the J.K. Simmons and Sissy Spacek show, which used to have a different name, but uh, we knew it was coming. Uh, most funny about this is that I actually put this just on the vote for next month's uh, Patreon pilots. And earlier, t- this was today, a day of recording, I put the votes up, and when I went to post it, 
I always put a trailer now for each of the shows so people can click on the trailers and like sort of have an informed reason why they might vote for what they vote for. There wasn't a trailer for this shit. So I just put a link to like an article talking about it with some images. And then and now there is. I went to do the news and sure enough, like an hour after I posted it, a trailer finally came out. So I did go back and edit it in. I did do my due diligence. But um, yeah, we got a trailer for it. So this is about a, a, a couple, an elderly couple who have got a secret portal in their like shed that leads to like a basically just like a um, alien world, but with like in, in still in a, in a building. Yeah, specifically, I'd say you know it's an alien world, but it's specifically like a well, I don't know, an outpost, like some sort of you know mm-hmm. habitat, yeah. you know whatever. But they they just go there and sit and what look at the great view of the planets, and it's this secret they've kept for decades by the sounds of it. And it looks like in the show from the trailer, you're going to get them maybe finally confessing that it's there to their daughter, a bit of a conspiracy. Maybe there's a group of people who know about this and maybe there's other portals like this on Earth that, you know, it's like a whole thing that's been covered up. Because they go in one, in the trailer you see that they go in one day and there's a, a stranger just in there who seems to have come through it and they don't know if they can trust him. He could be dangerous. Maybe he's on the run. There's are bad people hunting him. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? You know, all this. Uh, what did you think of the trailer? I was underwhelmed. I, I, I like... The two leads, a uh, pretty reasonable amount, to be fair. Um, and I suspect their relationship is going to be kind of at the heart of the show, and that might be enough to carry it. But the, the the mystery of what it's selling me in the trailer wasn't really grabbing me. Yeah, I was a little bit mixed on it as well. I, I love the premise. Um, I, I like the actors, obviously, as you said, but... Some of the other characters we see in the trailer, like the people that are, seem to be, you know, part of the conspiracy and all that stuff, and some of the the general drama, because the visuals when they're on like this observation deck, watching space and looking at the planet, that stuff looks quite cool. And I do love the idea that they've had this secret all this time, and there's like a reason for it, and it's going to get into that. But what we actually see of it playing out just feel like a really generic TV show in the trailer. But admittedly, that means because sometimes you have to cut a trailer to look like a trailer and you lose a lot of the, yeah. the nuance. So it, it absolutely could be that. We've seen it before. But I, I do like the premise. Hmm. I do as well. I do like the premise. But yeah, the trailer's interesting. So uh, yeah, it's currently on the pilot vote uh, over in Patreon if you're at a $10 tier up. So by all means, go on. Uh, so, so you might be watching it either way. I might be watching it either way if the, if the, if the patrons decide it. Uh, yeah, go go vote for it. Don't vote for Obi Wan. Vote for this instead. Much more oh, interesting. Oh, love Kenobi. Please vote, make him watch vote, Kenobi. Don't Please. For, don't vote for I, Kenobi. I, I, I am baby from the bottom of my heart. Make him watch Kenobi. Uh, next up, we got one help, comedy. Help me, patrons, you're my only hope. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Second me. <laughs> you second me. Uh, I think they should vote for it based on that alone. I hope time traveler Christian Grey goes back and shoves some anal beads up your arse. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> the XL ones. Oh, could we go double XL. Maybe it'd be a bit better. <laughs> Big as an apple. <laughs> anyway, uh... please don't ruin my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got one comedy to bring up before we get to the dramas. Uh, so, Chris Powell, who's been on uh, Love Life on HBO Max, um, he's known as comedian CP. Uh, he sort of goes by that as a sort of nickname as a comedian. Uh, he's going to headline his own comedy series for HBO Max. So obviously, they're like working with him. Uh, it's called My Father's Son, and it's in development, and it's just based on his relationship with his dad. So it's based on 
real stuff and that's that's the so premise one of those yeah. uh, semi-autobiographical comedies that we've seen over the years that i tend to not love but they can be okay at times you know depending on the right one yeah i i have not seen or even heard i think or if i have I've, i don't remember love life so i i don't know this guy so this was just kind of a nothing story to me but uh yeah nothing to me either sorry but yeah not much to say but it is happening so if you happen to know who it is maybe you're excited and that's so great uh, yeah, on the dramas, and there's not a lot of this because it's a quieter week, I would say, news-wise. But fair enough, we did have the return of Better Call Saul this week, and with that, we have news of Bob Odenkirk's next show. Uh, his new show, Straight Man, has given, been given a series order at AMC. So, did there... we have a Bob Odenkirk story like last week or the week before? Yeah, yeah, there was a story about some of the cast been added to this. Uh, okay, like two weeks ago, yeah. Uh, but now it's officially been ordered to series AMC, uh, which is cool. Uh, based on the novel, um, yeah, uh, this is the unlikely chairman of the English department, a uh, badly underfunded college in Pennsylvania, Rust Belt. Uh, but... I had a very strong description in giving us a sense of tone. Yeah, yeah, it was very comedic. Uh, it is down there further down, but we read it a couple of weeks ago, but it did sound like something that he could be very good at, a very sort of comedic central character yeah i think the, the, the first couple of sentences of the description sounded fairly dry and then it got going and it's like ah this is why you cast odin cook mm. yeah so really interesting um uh, eight episode first season so this is not a limited series necessarily mm. this is something that might get renewed and be taken forward so uh good for bob and honestly odin kirk would make me want to watch it at this point he's that he's that yeah. good so, he is that good. Uh, good news. So that's Straight Man. Been given a series order at AMC. Uh, next up, we got Idris Elba, who's getting into bed with Apple. Apple TV oh, he's, Plus. He's, he's moving on from that Sonic money. <laughs> yeah, but he's getting his own spinoff. That's true. Knuckles is getting his own movie, so he's, he's still making in that sweet, sweet dough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where it's at. That sweet, sweet chaos emerald money. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Idris Elba is going to be a hostage negotiator in a thriller series uh, for Apple TV+. Plus. It's a seven-part, uh, which I assume means it is planned as a limited series uh, in this case. Um, it is called Hijack. Uh, Apple got this in a first-look deal uh, that after they struck with uh, Green Door Pictures, which is Elba's company, which they, they did in 2020. Um, so he's starring as Sam Nelson, an accomplished business negotiator, forced to use his guile to save the lives of passengers on board a hijacked plane making its way to London. So, if, It's a very Elba role, isn't it? Yeah, from the sounds of that, I don't know if he's on the plane or not. I didn't tell. I didn't get a sense of that, whether or not he's on the plane negotiating from there, or if he's... He is. Because yeah. otherwise, why wouldn't they get him a professional negotiator? I sure. think this is, yeah. he's the one on the plane just trying to save everyone. I, I do like the idea of this like lasting seven. Like you know, everything starts off in episode one, and then they're literally on the plane until episode seven. Like it all takes place mm. over the course of the flight, all, almost like twenty four in real time, kind of thing. Like yeah, I that, see it. That sounds appealing to me, honestly. Me too. It sounds like it's got potential. And as much as I say, oh yeah, that sounds like an Idris Elba role. That's not a bad thing because he's very good. Oh, it bugs me how this article says the Sonic the Hedgehog two and Hobbs and Shaw actor. I'm like, like I get that they're more recent. But for the love of it, like, The Wire is what, like, gave him his cred. Uh, if not that, you surely people go with Luther, right? They mentioned Luther elsewhere in the article, I think, but, like... I, I think that's a pretty 
because he's uh, he's the lead in that, right? So yeah. that's a, a fair one to kind of throw out there, I think. But yeah, come on, he's, he's, he's come on, The Wire. It's like one of the best the, things. The Wire and Luther are the two things. If I was writing those articles, yeah. th- those are what I'd be going. These, these are what he's known for. It's not like I'm being a you know, like as much as I like Pacific Rim. It's not like I'm saying, yeah, hey, the Pacific Rim star, Edris <laughs> Elba. Yeah. But but look, what we have learned tonight is all roads lead to Sonic. No, it's all all roads lead out of Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as long as we get to Sonic one way or another. He's taken the speed highway, he's went through the casino zone, and he's landed right in a plane. <laughs> uh, he did a loop. And besides, yeah. Knuckles can glide, so you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's true, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> He'll I just land on his fist. I don't know if he can glide in the movie, I've not seen Sonic 2, but in the, in the games you can glide, that's like his key mechanic, because Tails can sort of fly with the tails, obviously, and uh, Knuckles can just sort of like slowly glide forward. Yeah. What is it? It's fine. He'll just land on his gigantic fists. Yes. Um. There you go. Uh. Next up, Matt Bomer. He's got a new show. He's got a series order at Showtime. Um... It's called Fellow Travelers, and it's based on the Thomas Mullen novel, starring and executive produced by Matt Bomer. Uh, Showtime are presenting. It's an eight-part limited series. Um, yeah, Fellow Travelers is a love story and a political thriller. <laughs> doesn't really oh, sound like your two favorite things. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like something for me, but well, I'll keep going. Uh, chronicling the volatile romance of two very different men who meet in the shadow of the McCarthy era Washington. Um, so, knowing that the actor is gay, and that this is now, uh, you know, I mean, not, not, this is not like it wasn't before, but now that I've just discovered that this is about a gay relationship, uh, it makes more sense why he's so heavily involved from a producing point, point of view and stuff. But anyway, uh, Bomer will play handsome, charismatic Hawkins Fuller. That is such a made up name. Yeah. Hawkins yes. Fuller. Uh, who maintains a financially rewarding behind the scenes career in politics. Hawkins avoids emotional entanglements until he meets Tim Lawhon, a young man brimming with idealism and religious faith. They begin a romance just as Joseph McCarthy and Roy Cohn declare war on subversives and sexual deviants, initiating one of the darkest periods of 20th century American history. Over the course of four decades, oh, this is a spanning, this is a big long mm. story, um, Hawks and Tim. Hawks and Tim. Hawk and Tim cross paths through Vietnam War protests of the 1960s, the drug-fueled dino hedonism of the 1970s, and the AIDS crisis of the 1980s, while facing obstacles in the world and in themselves. Hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure that's... It wasn't strictly professional. No. That's more like the world and professional. Like the greater world... And personal. And personal. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it hits it. We, we, okay. I, I don't want to devalue the. the okay, game. that's fine. I can, I can live with it. That's fine. So that's fellow travelers picked up to series limited series at short time. There you go. Oh, yeah, like I say, um, maybe not for us. Just like you say, your political thriller and romance is not genres we tend to gravitate towards. Yeah. So, but yeah. that doesn't mean it'll be bad by any means. Yeah, which takes us up to our final story of the oh, week. CBS at last. CBS. Yep, they've opened the writer's room for a, a new show. I'm going to tell you about it. So, it's a new drama called The Great Game. 
produced by CBS Studios in association with Alex Kurtzman's studio, Secret Hideout. Alex Kurtzman, that's not a name I like seeing. Yeah, yes. I'm brimming with positivity over this story. <laughs> Kurtzman and CBS, how can this possibly not be perfect? The Great Game is inspired by an unpublished novel of the same name. I assume it's still coming out and not published. It's just not published yet, as opposed to no one wanted to publish it, which would be a weird thing to that use. That would be a weird thing to pick up, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's the second CBS draft project for the 2021-2022 uh, development cycle that the network has put in a script-to-series path by commissioning a writer's room. Uh, it joins HSI Puerto Rico. What did H- that stand for? HSI. Is this like... No. Yeah, what's HSI? I don't know. Google HSI. I demand to know. I'm... What? Uh, Even if you Google the show and it'll tell you like what you know what it's what about. Tra- that's why. Yeah. Home Homeland Security something. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Well, the description mentions a, a a Homeland Security agent, so I'm just making the assumption that that's what the H and S stand for. Okay. Yeah. And not high school <laughs> interpersonal. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what it actually stands for, because when I Google HSI, all the first things are Humane Society International, and somehow I don't think that's what the show is about. Uh, never know, maybe. <laughs> It'd also be the, the Horizontal Situation Indicator, which is an aircraft flight in- instrument. I'd love to know but what again, the show's... If that's what it's, it means, I'd love to know what the show's about, if that's what the yeah. is uh, in this case. No idea. Yeah. But... Uh... Yeah, anyway, here's, here's the description for you. Uh, in the great game, a washed-up but charming British spy is reluctantly recruited out of retirement by a bright-eyed, tech-savvy female CIA agent, giving him a shot at redemption as he learns the... Or sorry, as he relearns the modern, ruthless game of international espionage. Didn't that was st- all professional, wasn't it? It was, but didn't we say one of the new rules from the last couple of weeks was when someone has to come out a... Uh, Oh, they're brought, oh, I was brought back to the hometown. I guess that's not the same thing. That was hometown, yeah. yeah. Or brought back to like, where they're from, yeah, yeah, in some way. This is more out of retirement, which by that well, role... If he was going back have... to his same agency, I'd say it counts, because it wasn't strictly hometown. It was more just going back to... Back, like, back to the roots, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is like, listen, you know, he was a British spy, so CIA is kind of a, a newer thing for him, so... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, I that is it. a bland description that doesn't give me anything other than it's just another I, I'm CBS more interested show. in figuring out what the hell HSI is, because <sighs> none of those articles told me, which is really concerning. It was making me think that for a second I thought, wait, is this like whatever they call like CSI in Puerto Rico, which I know Puerto Rico is still connected to the US, but like I, I, just maybe like it, it translates in Spanish, so the initials are HSI, and that's why... <laughs> It's called that. They're being funny with it. They're saying, no, no, we're going to go to CSI. We're going to call it HSI. <laughs> uh, uh, I get what you're coming from, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, what does the I stand for? Like, if it's Homeland Security... Inland. No? Inland? Internal? Homeland Security Internal? Homeland Security Insurrection. Oh, yeah. They're going to go with Insurrection. <laughs> Homeland Security Internet. <laughs> Are you just throwing out the first words to begin with I that pop into your head? Yes, I am. <laughs> Homeland Security. Interrogations. Intelligence. Oh, intelligence is probably it. 
That could be it, yeah. I'm not convinced. Uh, that's probably it. I'm not convinced it is, but it, it sounds plausible. Yeah, but that would make sense for a TV show of, on yeah. CBS, wouldn't it? Yes. Which is ironic, because uh, you, the, the less intelligence you have, the more you'll enjoy the shows that they make. Yes, it's very true. I mean, if, if, so if anyone enjoys them as guilty pleasures, by all means, enjoy your trash TV. There's nothing wrong with liking a bit of trash TV. But, as long as you know it's trash TV. Uh, yeah, but there's definitely some people who like think it th think that they're factual and like think they know the law because they've watched the csi the, show the, the only <laughs> consolation i have is that most of those people are in their over 60s now their time is nigh is what you're saying yeah yeah yes. they can't cause that much damage anymore well they can vote well they can but they're all retiring so fuck them <laughs> what part of that swearing uh on the show is is the, the part where clearly it, it's all that habit uh-huh yes well uh you you secure that thank you very much um but there you go that's 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 basically it um i feel like we should have like an ending segment on the show something to just sort of like a final little bit that wraps up the the events I mean, it feels at the end i feel like you should probably move all, the, all that stuff we had at the start about sonic and Ezra Miller and other nonsense. Oh no no no, because that, that's too freeform and open. Like no, it's something that's more of a defined ending segment. I'll, I'll have a think. Um, you know, like so, I don't so, like the sound of this. When you get thinking, yeah, something as simple as like picking. Okay, what was the your favorite story of the week? What was the one that was the most exciting? Or so I don't know. But mm. so, some some little segment that you just you put on at the end is a little little bow that wraps everything up. You know the. The, the time traveling anal beats, for example, just on on sure. the, the the speaking of time travel, yeah, I watched Doctor Who this week because I was back. I don't care. One episode, it I was really fun. I do not care. I do. People like Doctor Who. They do. Before you say anything, they do like <laughs> Doctor Who. I was going to say a thing. I I could see it in your face. Oh, but anything that wraps this up as quickly as possible. I'm at this point. I'm I'm more than happy with. So that is uh that is this week's TV news. A bit later this time, but yeah. uh you know please it, please become a patron and vote to make Pete watch Kenobi. Ebbs and flow, all that jazz. Uh so we'll be back in next week. Um by the time this goes up, the Better Call Saul premiere for season six will be up. Uh so go check that out if you're into the show. And if you're not, go back and start watching it. Because it's very good. And I'll watch Breaking Bad first, though, admittedly. Do the whole thing. Do, do, have the yeah, I think we're just assuming that people who are watching this care about TV and have yes. probably watched Breaking Bad. Yes. And if they're watching us, they have good taste, and therefore they must have watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> and yeah, and, and if you haven't, why are you watching us? Go watch Breaking Bad, then come back. No, watch us too. Like, I, like the, the, the views and the likes and the clicks, and all those things are important still. Uh, they, they are, they are. But, uh, yes... Uh, but yeah, so uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you can, of course, like, subscribe, ding the bell for notifications. All those things do help out a lot. Uh, also head over to the, the Patreon, patreon.com slash TV, and you can support all the content for as little as a dollar per month. Uh, and of course, you know, check out the usual TV reviews. We have classic Star Trek episodes, modern Star Trek episodes, Twilight Zone Babylon 5 on this channel. Uh, the movie podcasts are over on Mailfuzz Movies, uh, two dedicated shows, Screams After Midnight for Horror Movies and the Atomic Cinema Experiment for Science Fiction Films. Uh, so go and have a look and yeah, see see if you see if you like them. But that is us. So thank you once again. We'll see you next time. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>